Hello, Classic Crew, and welcome to the first episode of Classically Abbey Live. I'm so excited to be launching this podcast exclusively for my premium Substack subscribers. And here on my podcast, we're going to be getting more in-depth on topics that fit in with my classic perspective and traditional values. So as a premium subscriber of the Classically Abbey Substack, you will get access to three exclusive podcast episodes every single month. My husband Jacob will be joining me every so often to talk about marriage, relationships, and conservative politics too, and I'm so looking forward to sharing this with you guys. I wanted to come up with something that was a little bit distinct from the content that I do on my YouTube channel, and I thought giving you guys extra videos was nice, but giving you a podcast that's exclusive to my Substack makes a big difference. And so I'm really excited to share this with you guys. I think this is going to be so much fun. Hopefully you guys enjoy it too. So let me know in the comments of this post what you think, if you're excited, and what you'd like to hear on future episodes of this podcast. So today's topic is the theory of chemistry and compatibility. We've talked about chemistry and compatibility on my channel before, but I want to share my theory of chemistry and compatibility and also talk about why it's so important for classic women to really embrace this philosophy. So in my experience, most women have dated a chemistry guy and a compatibility guy. (laughs) So a chemistry guy is that guy that you date that you are absolutely certain is the guy for you. You are obsessed with him. It is so passionate because your personalities are perfect for each other. You get along so well. You can talk until two in the morning. You get along like it's so easy and your personalities just mesh. This is the guy that you are head over heels for and you're constantly feeling this quote-unquote passion, we'll come back to that, and that makes you think that he is the one. Well, chemistry guy also happens to have a little problem, and that is that he is not compatible with you. If you've ever dated this guy, you know exactly what I'm talking about. It's the guy who you love to hang out with, you love to spend time with, but you can't ever really address the big stuff. You can't ever ask him the big questions because the fact of the matter is you guys just don't agree. This might be the guy who doesn't want to get married or doesn't want to have children or doesn't share your values or doesn't view the world in the same way that you do and doesn't want the same future that you envision for yourself. This is the guy who really doesn't fit in with your life but his personality makes you think that you'll be able to get over it. Because this is the guy that you believe can't be wrong for you. The chemistry guy is the guy that you believe is perfect for you because your personalities are so good together. But the fact of the matter is, this is the guy who's going to give you the worst heartbreak of your life. The passion that I mentioned earlier the passion that you have with your chemistry guy is not really passion. It's the anxiety of being on a roller coaster and not knowing whether this is going to last. Often we confuse passion with anxiety. So the fear that you're going to lose someone 
puts you in a position of constantly fighting for something that maybe doesn't even deserve to be fought for. But because you're constantly in the mindset of, I'm going to lose this person, you're constantly on edge. And that passion, that fear of losing someone, that anxiety makes you think that's what love should be because the feelings are so heightened. You're so concerned and scared of losing someone you love spending time with that you are constantly in fear. And that constant fear is often confused with passion. And that's the stuff you see in movies, right? When you watch a chick flick, when you watch a romance, when you read a romance, The couple very often goes through obstacles of breaking up and getting back together. And those really heightened emotions are represented to us as love. But don't forget, the end of most romance movies, of most chick flicks, is a wedding. We don't see their marriage. We don't see how their relationship grows from there. Often the person they end up with is their chemistry guy, not their compatibility guy. And it looks like it'll work out because we only see it up until the point where they've gotten married, but we haven't seen their actual commitment to each other. We haven't seen how their life plays out because if we were to see that, it probably wouldn't be fun. It wouldn't be a good marriage. So that's the guy who when you break up, it is It's the worst. I mean, it is so painful. Your heart just breaks because you truly believed that your personalities were enough to make up for the compatibility not being there. And this is something that happens to a lot of women. So if you've been there, you're not alone. I've been there. We've all been there. It is so common to have this experience. The thing about chemistry, guys, the thing about chemistry generally is that we have been taught in modern media to view lust as love. Now, I'm not saying every movie does this, but very often lust and love are just entirely combined. And so the idea that chemistry wouldn't be enough, it it almost confuses us. It almost confuses our sense of what really matters. Because in movies, the person that you're supposed to end up with is your chemistry person. And it doesn't take seriously that if you get in too deep with the wrong person, you're going to be in so much pain and it's never worth it. Modern media and modern TV and modern movies actually make this worse for us because we think of chemistry as the primary goal. Now on the other side of the spectrum, we have compatibility guy. Compatibility guy is the guy who on paper makes total sense. Maybe you get fixed up by a family member or a friend. But because the compatibility was thought of before you guys met, the chemistry takes a back seat. You don't really have great chemistry. Your compatibility is perfect. Your values align. The future for your relationship looks great. But spending time with this person is boring. Being with this person for too long is kind of stressful. A lot of women get put in a situation where they're dating a guy who seems like a perfect fit, but for some reason doesn't feel right. And this is the person where you're not going to have a heartbreak. You're not going to be super emotional after you guys end things, but you'll question it. For a long time, you'll question it because things made sense, even if they didn't actually make sense. And especially after a chemistry guy, when a lot of women have been burned, It's easy to think that you are better off with your compatibility guy. 
But the thing about relationships is that only having chemistry or only having compatibility is not enough. And that's why this age-old adage of chemistry and compatibility makes sense because you need both. So when you meet the right person, the right person has both. They have chemistry and they have compatibility with you. And you're going to know it because it's not that crazy, overwhelming, anxious passion that you have from chemistry guy. Now that's not to say that there isn't passion. There is. But the passion that you feel in that chemistry relationship, the passion that you feel from the roller coaster of fearing you're going to lose that person isn't there with the chemistry and compatibility guy because you know that you guys have a future. You know that you have that compatibility. You know that those big questions are answered. And when you know that, you're not afraid you're going to lose that person. And that is a much calmer, more serene passion. It's the kind of slow fire, slow burn that lasts a lifetime rather than burns and fizzles out, which totally happens when you're dating the chemistry guy. Finding someone who shares your values and shares your vision for the future and you can see having a family with and you love spending time with and you love hanging out with, I mean, that is the best of all possible worlds. When I met Jacob, it was so clear to me that he was the right guy. And it was so fast because I did have this feeling of I love hanging out with him, but I also trusted him. I trusted that we could last. And that is an amazing, amazing feeling. Stability is not the enemy of passion. It is the mother of passion. It gives you the freedom to actually allow yourself to be who you are and express what you want. That is the best feeling in the world. So I'm always telling women, date seriously. Date for marriage. Date with an intention. And that means putting compatibility high on the list, right behind chemistry, right? You don't want to go on 10 dates with someone who you get along with super well and then find out halfway down the line that you guys don't agree on anything. It's much better to go on one date and figure out how you guys get along and then the next date start asking big questions, right? Because then you know you have the chemistry. Okay, you can get that out of the way. But the second date, you can really start asking the questions that will show you if there's any longevity to this relationship. But one thing I like to make sure of is that the classic women that I'm giving advice to, I don't want them to feel like the guy that they're dating has to have everything and be perfect on date one. Men are often very subject to change. And I'm not saying that you should find a fixer-upper or find a guy who you think you can change. That is very different. What I'm talking about is a man who has expressed an intention to grow and an intention to be more in line with your values and you saying, okay, I can get on board with that. So for example, when Jacob and I met, he wasn't as religious as I wanted to be. But he expressed an intention to me of, I really want to do this. I want to be as religious as you want to be, and I want to work on this together. Even though he wasn't right where I wanted him to be at the time that we met, I knew that this was something that we would work on as a team. If I had been closed-minded and said, okay, well, you're not perfect already, then maybe Jacob and I wouldn't have ended up together and that would have been a big loss because I feel really, really lucky to have Jacob as my husband. And I think it's really important for classic women. Also, 
you know, I talk a lot about how dating the wrong person will lead to heartbreak. So dating and wasting your time is just not, it's not good for you. But we obviously as women also need to allow ourselves to be vulnerable or else we'll never open ourselves up enough to find love and to find that right person. So you, the way that you do this is you protect yourself by only dating guys who share your values and share your compatibility but that you also, once you've gotten over that hump, allow yourself to be vulnerable and to be open so that the person that you are with can see who you really are. And yes, there is a chance of heartbreak whenever you allow yourself to be vulnerable with someone who you trust, but you don't know if you'll end up with. But there's also a really big benefit to that in that you'll see whether this really is the right person. And there's a very big difference between heartbreak because you allowed yourself to be open and heartbreak because you did something irresponsible. So something that I'm obviously very against and I've talked about many times on my channel is having sex before marriage. Having sex with someone before you're really committed to them. Now that is just something that you can't come back from and it is emotionally really upsetting and scarring for a million different reasons but giving up a part of yourself to someone who you aren't going to end up with is really difficult and really hard and something that really can break your heart in a more intense way than allowing yourself to be vulnerable so you can find love. So With all that in mind, go out, find your chemistry compatibility person, or if you've already found them, I would love to know in the comments what your experience was like. If you had a similar experience with a chemistry guy and a compatibility guy, I'd love to know your thoughts. Thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode of Classically Abby Live, and I can't wait for the next one. Bye.